If I sound a little loud, that's because we are actually in Wooden Tap on Dixwell Avenue in Hamden. And this is another version of the show. I have the good fortune of being its host. My name is Michelle Turner. And sitting beside me, just finishing up his brunch, (laughs) is Tony McLean, sports extraordinaire. Mr. Sports, I'll refer to him as. And Tony is a former sports writer for the New Haven Register. And I'm going to try to get it right. Don't tell me. The editor emeritus of the Black Athletes Sports Network. There you go. I did it. There you go. Yay. So I'm having tea because I am doing the 21-day challenge. So, and she's very happy about it too, folks. Yeah, because I'm in day seven, and trust me, <laughs> sitting up here with all these desserts has not been easy. Mm-hmm. But it's good because we are surrounded by different sport sets. So it kind of gives us an idea of what's going on. And in all honesty, ESPN is going through this whole thing today about Kyrie Irving. Corey Leonard. Corey Leonard. I'm sorry. Corey Leonard being nominated for the MVP. Tony has some choice words about that. I'm not so sure if he's really MVP material, and Tony thinks not. So we're kind of on the same page. Yeah, it's he's having a decent season. Uh huh. He's one of the five best players in the league, no doubt about that. But, and not to go into too long of a whatever, but this network is, is notorious for beating, beating two dead horses at a time with a third dead horse. <laughs> and this is a perfect example of that. Now, Russell Westbrook is having a historic type season. Indeed, he is. With all of these, you know, triple doubles and, and everything like that. And again, With an MVP, I look at it like this. The Spurs would still be a playoff team without uh, without, uh, Kwame Leonard. Uh, You take take away Russell Westbrook from the Thunder, they basically become the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) But their numbers have been good. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, you know, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. But it's, it's, you know, I'm one of those ones where, see, it, it, I guess it's the old argument of do you go with numbers or do you uh-huh. go with popularity? Cause okay. see, and see, the NBA notoriously, the MVP award, it's almost become the homecoming queen award now. Because so you're saying it's definitely about popularity to a lesser extent. Well, well so Westbrook is not popular. Not by not not on the national. He's not not, even, not, not with even, teams. No, not 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 on the not on the national not on the national level. Um, there's you know remember the very same people who are beating Russell Westbrook up are the same people that said. Well, the, well, him and KD can never win together. Right. And now he's having, and now granted, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to win a world championship because uh-huh. of what he said, but you can't ignore the kind of numbers he's had, he's, he's put up this year. And again, I don't want to get caught up 
in just making it all about numbers. Right, because right, numbers. Harden, Harden's having a very good season. Yeah, yeah. You know, truth be told, LeBron is 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 having a decent season as as well. But you know, when you you know, they they spend so much time trying to be. Uh, what's but you know, I lost I lost the word. They they tried to be uh, contrarian in a sense, mm-hmm. and they're being contrarian to the point where I think it makes I think it makes Leonard look bad. To be quite honest, now he's a great player. He's a great two way player, but MVP for the season. You, know, you think that's a little much? I think it's push, I think it's push, it's push, I think this is. ESPN's um, need some uh, programming between now and six o'clock. So let's, you know, I mean, we're they, seeing repeats. Well, I mean, it went so far as to coming out with a sign, "Cloud Week for MVP." Like yeah, the said, banner. Yeah, yeah, banner. Yeah, I mean, if that's ESPN San Antonio, I get it. You're supposed to be a national damn network. And from the both of us being of the old school journalism school, so to speak. They're supposed to give facts. They're not supposed to be supportive. But that could be a feature. That could be an editorial program. Who knows? Well, it's, I mean, we all, look, who, what, where, when, why, how. Mm-hmm. You do that, you'll never get sued. You'll, right. never, you'll never have to deal with libel. And you'll never have to be like, you know, you'll never have to retract the statements. And you'll never have to deal with alternative facts. Mm-hmm. You do all that, you know. I'm, you know, I, I, I put this way. I can guarantee that if I do who, what, where, when, why, how, I'll never have to worry about being sued for slander or being sued for libel. But now, there's also a couple of other people who are in so-called contention mm-hmm. for MVP. We know LeBron, right? Yeah. We also know that probably Steph Curry. Sure. But who else around the league is really kind of setting it on fire with numbers? Well, it's 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 not really it's, it's not it's not really a, a numbers sort of thing this year. You know, I'll be honest with you, a guy that I think that gets sort of lost in the shuffle are the two guards from uh, Toronto. Mm, yeah, then, you know, yeah. arguably, arguably those that's the two best guards. Well, arguably the two best guards in the league now. Have they struggled when the when the regular when the um, during regular the, season? Yeah, yeah. But they 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 showed up in the postseason. Now, unfortunately, they're also in the same conference as that uh, that number twenty three out there in uh, Cleveland. So those Ohio guys, yeah, yeah all it, roads it, lead to Ohio yeah. in the East, yeah, or, right. or, or 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 Golden State in uh, in the West. In the West, Dep- yeah. Depending on you know you know. Um, KD's injury notwithstanding, I'm right. see another. Well, he's gonna be ready by, excuse me, by game time. Yeah, because see, see the, the hardest thing also is how do we define the end of how do we define the NBA regular season now? You know, because while it's important, it's not the be all to end all. I mean, yeah. You, please wait. Do you remember the Warriors breaking the record last year, or do you remember them blowing the three-one lead? Well, you can't ask me that question. Well, I know, I know, but I'm just saying you know, in general. In, in general, general, I think most people would say the three-one lead. Sure. I think that is, you know. Sure, sure. To me, 
to me it was it to me it was the uh, basketball version of the Patriots losing to the Giants. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and please don't try to tell me they were the greatest eighteen and one team of all time either. But that's a whole that, that's a whole other argument. <laughs> but that's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah right? that's a whole yeah that's a whole especially especially around here when, when they when they keep trying to tell you how great that team was and everything else. But we gotta we gotta be careful in the sense of what they're pushing and 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 how they're pushing it more, yeah. more than more than yeah. anything else. I think that's the thing. That's more bothersome to me, and and you know we alluded to that at, in you know, one of our other shows. And again, I mean, look, I know the landscape has changed. I know right. that they focus on different things, but right. when it gets too when it gets too much, you, you have to you have to call it out. And and all the more reason why you have to call it out in a, in, in a situation like this. But I guess in thinking about it, right? Part of the push, if you will, is to get people to vote. So ESPN can hold up banners, run shows twice a day, mm-hmm. and he still may not make it. Well, it's not like see who 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 are they who are they appealing to? Because the people that are watching the show ain't gonna vote. You know, the, the, the people that, that, that their audience mm-hmm. that they're trying to appeal to. Are not don't have a, they ain't got a dog in this fight at all. And even if they did have a dog, they probably, you know, they would probably vote for the wrong dog more more than likely. <laughs> well, but, you know, this this almost goes back to the whole conversation that we had earlier mm-hmm. about Terrell Owens and the fact that you feel Terrell Owens or sports writers should really have nothing to do with the voting process and that basically sports alum of the Hall of Fame other athletes um, people who really have some kind of contact with that person and you know has worked with them worked around them those are the people that should vote and first way the the, this was where the percentage of how the media votes to me should be diminished. I, I'm just, you know, even though I think Bill Polian is a bit of an idiot for what he said, mm-hmm. I would still listen to someone who's either played the game or has been a player evaluator than I would some of our media brethren because some of our media, you know, I, 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 I'll say exactly why I told you. A lot of the hating that they do on guys like T.O. has nothing to do with sports. While in turn, a lot of the hype that they give somebody like a Tim Tebow or what have you also has nothing to do with sports. Right. And and way too many times the twain meets and that becomes and that and that becomes the narrative. That you becomes know. the issue. Because yeah. see again, you know as bad as T.O., you know, you you would think that T.O., you know, slapped Mother Teresa on Easter Sunday. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's not like, it's, it's not, you know, it's not like he had numerous DWIs. Right. I mean, this is a guy, this is a guy that gave, a, uh, that gave, you know, everywhere he's played at. He's really he, given 100%. And you may not like it, and and and, off, and 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 there's a lot of off the field stuff. I know right. specifically in Buffalo, 
he, um, you know, he, you know, he fed a bunch of families for Thanksgiving. Right. The, the one year he was in Buffalo, and this is something he's he's done his whole career. Let's put right. It, let's put it this way. I'm gonna listen to what a Steve Young says, cause Steve Young played with it. Right. Right. I'm gonna listen to what a Steve Mariucci has to say. You know, I'm gonna listen to an Andy Reid because he, you know, he, and yes, I'm gonna listen to a Donovan McNair. Those are the people that we should listen to. Unfortunately, we got too many of of us in our in our brethren that have a bug up their butt. And they use their bully pulpit, as Mr. Polian did, to say why he wouldn't wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame. And, and see, sadly, the Hall of Fames have become diminished over the years because... But is that because it's more of a popularity contest as opposed to, here's the thing, again, numbers... Right? Yes, it, you know what? It's, it's a little bit of both. I hate to be wishful. It's a little bit of both because, see, the thing, that, the thing that bothers me the most now, especially with some of the guys we saw growing up, uh-huh. we're going to hear the whole we're gonna hear the whole fantasy league type thing about, well, he really didn't put up the kind of numbers that, that these guys are putting up now. And I'm like, you know, yeah, the, you, know, the game's, you, know, you know the game's a little bit different now than it was? Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, that's why you recognize folks. Huh? Because <laughs> numbers are different because times are different. Exactly. The game has nuances that change. So by having nuances that change, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, it's almost like comparing the guys in the NBA wearing long pants as opposed to... The shorts. It's funny because see, again, when Kobe got his eighty-one points, uh-huh. his eighty-one point game years ago, you had people saying this was a greater feat than when Wilt did his hundred. Uh-huh. Now, now I'm no math major, I'm no psychology major, but um, boys and girls, a hundred is more than eighty-one. Yeah. Especially when 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 at least forty of it was with threes. You know, and remember, people forget it's and it's ironic because the anniversary of that one hundredth game uh, wasn't that long ago. If you remember, Wood was a god awful. Please don't shoot it. Yeah. But that so like Shaq in the beginning. Oh, put this way, even Shaq would have said, Damn, that's a terrible <laughs> free throw shooter. <laughs> But that night, you know, he, you know, he had his inner um, Rick Barry that night. And yeah. Was, I think he was like, he was like 24 or 28 from the uh, from the free throw line and everything, you know, everything like that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we get so, you know, again, look, I I, I, I won't go too far along, but I want to. I'll give you for example, good friend of mine, good buddy of mine, was not a Ricky Henderson fan. Uh huh. Didn't like Ricky Henderson. And he tried to do this whole diatribe about how Ricky was overrated and all this other stuff. I said, I said look, say you don't like Ricky Henderson. What do you mean? Say you don't like Ricky Henderson so I can go on with the rest of this conversation, okay? Because if you don't like, you know, as much, right. as, as much shows as we've done, as we've done, I always will tell you, if I don't like a guy, I'll say, hey, I'm not right. crazy about him, right. but you can't deny their what, what they've been able to do. But unfortunately, you've got this generation now where it's like, 
I don't, you know, I don't like you, and your mama sold socks that stink. And it's like, where did that come from? You know? Well, you know, it, it goes back to the whole piece of, you know, I don't like you, so I'm not gonna do or respect anything about you. So, 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 so who's so who's the butthole? Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know, because you know, look, there, there, there. Like I said, I've I've had, you know, we've all we've all had certain folks that we're not crazy about, right? Either professionally or, or what or personally. Have you. But you still you still have to give them their due. In regards to their their their, their professionals, their professional. But um, when you when you get into when you when you when you get into all of the other perfunctory stuff, you lose me. Yeah. You lose me. And see, my thing is, look, I I have certain athletes I'm not crazy about, but I give them their too. Right. You know, I give them. I well, give you know, them and and people say that to me about LeBron. You know, oh Michelle, you should respect LeBron. And it's like I do in in certain instances. I, I think that um, his ability to play the game, the fact that he has a work ethic. You know, I like his work ethic, mm-hmm. but. I don't like his style of play. Mm-hmm. I don't like how he shoots. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it's because I'm not appreciating the fact that I've yet to see him in person. Mm-hmm. And so you have to remember how tall he is and how he's handling the ball as a big man. Mm-hmm. But I just it's you know, it's it, and see the and see also and see I always like to do it on historical perceive. When I see when I see LeBron, I see Magic. Mm-hmm. I see a little bit of Jordan. I probably see more Magic in him than I Jordan. do Jordan. Uh-huh. And see, again, that whole Magic versus Jordan thing—that that, right. that's a that's, a, that's another hour show, I guess. You know, <laughs> yeah, it is we, because we could, we, we, we could do. It is because I think Magic was the forerunner of a whole. New generation or new yeah. type of player. Ooh, six nine. I mean, you, you know, name me any six nine guards before he got into the league, and name it. And now, 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 you know, now, now, the, the cynics will say, "Well, damn it, that's why Ralph, that's why Ralph Sampson thought that he was a playmaker right. too." But, right. But but that's but see, that's an extreme case. LeBron can actually do all that. The reason why I've always respected Magic was because he was always the standard. You right. Know, that that ten people forget those first ten that 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 decade that he the first decade that he was with the uh, Lakers they only missed the finals twice. Right. And ironically, it was the same team that eliminated them, Houston Rockets. Yep. And it was and it was two different Rocket teams. It was the Moses. Right. It was the Moses team that right. went on a great run, and then it was the Twin Towers that beat them. On the uh, last second on shot. On the last second shot. But they made the finals eight of those ten years. And magic and see, here's the other here's the other reason why, you know, this whole argument of MVP and everything else gets a little skewed. Right. Because he had better you know, he 
Magic didn't get his first MVP until he started scoring more. Until he started scoring more. Mm -hmm. When Magic became a 20-point scorer, then all of a sudden the game... Now, you being a longtime Laker fan, you know that there was years that Magic was clearly the MVP. Because see, right. to be honest with you, I thought Magic probably should have joined Wes Unsell as MVP and Rookie of the Year same year. The same and he year, got yeah. Ne- and he got neither. He got neither. But but he but but who was who was smiling and hugging Butch Lee uh, at at the end at the end of the season it was Magic. Right. And you know I mean, we even get to the fact of that last game where he basically played all five positions and damn near beat the Sixers all by himself. But see again. You have to have, to me, especially with basketball, you have to have an appreciation of the past because the game has changed so much. So much yeah. now. Because, the game has changed tremendously. You know, we you know we grew up in an era where the center was the thing. Right. If you didn't have a the, you didn't the have a decent center, center. You know, you you were the Clippers. Right. Now, <laughs> now it's almost like teams are. It's, now you got centers that basically. You know, shoot threes now. Right. And well, and that started with that whole thing when Shaq was taught how to arc his shot. That's what changed the game for the big man. You know, a lot of people don't think in terms of that. Well, see, I'll, I'll, I'll go even further. I cannot understand why anybody, and I mean anybody over six eleven, hasn't mastered the skyhook. True. Me personally, if, if I'm if, if I'm a big man coming into the NBA, I hunt down uh, Jabbar. Jabbar. Please, Obi Wan. You know, show me the sky hook. Just think about it. the only other guy. The only other guy that ever shot the sky hook besides Kareem was Magic. Magic. Yep. You're right. Magic. I almost said George Gerving, but that was finger roll. Oh, I, 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 I'd, 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 I'd have walked out on you in mid-sentence. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to walk out on you in mid-sentence. Yeah. That's different. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, it's but, magic. But, 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 see, but see, again, it, 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 it speaks to how, I mean, look, we're going, you know, and, and also, you know, the, the, the rise of the European players as well. That's another factor. Again, that's another hour show. We could yeah, do, do a that's thing different. on. But, you know, to me... Especially now, you know, I think we all have our, you know, this way, I don't want to be that old guy in the barbershop like, hey, back in the day, they played basketball seven days a week and eight, you know, eight times a year. Like, you know, I get it. I get it. You think your era was better and all those. Right. I get it. But, 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 that's, but, like, yeah. that's like anything. You know, you always think your music is better. You always well, think see, that your know, clothes are better. I know my music's better, but I, but again, that's another that's another show for, well, for another you know, time. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, I like jazz, and I'm 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 getting more and more into jazz, and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. the swing, um, you know, swing jazz, mm-hmm. and then the modern era of Coltrane and those guys, you know. To me, that's some of the best music. But we digress. But you know, can, can I can I can I parallel quickly because we got to move on. Okay, isn't it funny that those guys back in the day had to go overseas to get their love? Yeah. Much like some of these current NBA guys. Yeah. Get more love from the foreigners than they than do, they from, do the from us. Here? Yeah. Okay. It's I'm amazing. Done. I'm done with. All you. right. College basketball. Yeah. 
college basketball. Quinnipiac's women have made it to the playoffs. Congrats. Congrats to them. I think this is their first time yeah, at Division I. Yeah, I think, it, one. Yeah, one I think it's their first time as Division One, mm-hmm. And I don't know who they're going to run up against yet, but it would just seem to me that there will be games in Connecticut. And so eventually that they big, will have to run into the Husky. That big whooping stick from the Yeah, from, stores, from the sticks, huh? mm-hmm. yeah. literally. Yeah, it's... it's, it's but well, good for them. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got, you still got, you still got to enjoy it and see. I guess that's going to be the the mystery is to is there anybody out there that can beat them? Yeah. And you know, there, there. You know, Notre Dame's name comes up. South Carolina's name comes up. Even the team that they uh, dismissed in their final, mm-hmm. uh, uh, USF. Right. They, they won. You know, people. Forget, they were on a pushover. They won twenty four games. Right. But they just. You know, watching them is like watching that old Lucy uh, episode <laughs> at, at the conveyor belt. When they speed it up, it's like, oh, man. But, you know, and I, I think that goes back to the whole piece where we were talking about the Big East off off mic. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that when they change these conferences, it just doesn't seem like the competition is the same. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, to me, see, college sports especially, it's always been a territorial thing. Uh-huh. Ohio State, Michigan makes sense. Right. USC, UCLA makes sense. Penn State versus uh, Pitt makes, makes sense. sense. UConn versus SMU? That doesn't make sense. Um, four former ACC team, four, four former Big East teams in the ACC? I, I'm sorry, I don't get up for uh, Boston College versus Georgia Tech. Right. You know? Because it's, it's, but see, is that because you and I are... Oh, a little bit, but see, again... We we, we lament the sure. passing of the Big East oh, as we oh, knew oh, it. Oh, guilty, guilty as charged, but see, to me, college sports is about territory. It's territorial. It's always been regional. It's always been that way. You know, look... You when you were going to A and T, you guys had a little rivalry with with Winston, right? Winston Salem stayed yeah. and with Central. And see, but again, it's because it was territorial, right? And college sports has always been territorial. And see, look, we we you know we 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 get it with the pros. We know that they're going to try to push that East Coast West Coast, right? Sort of thing. Right. But college sports has always been about territory. It's always been about the neighborhood brawl. It's always been about beating their next door. You know, you can lose all your games all year, but if you beat them guys that live across the street right. from you, you got bragging rights right. at least for three square within least. within your territory, and within your region. And that's what college sports has always been. About. Always I, been. I, yes. Well, I mean, you know, you get case in point. You know, Duke and Carolina. You know, that's probably one of the biggest rivalries ever. If not, they're going to beat you to death about it. Right. But, but yeah, yeah. But but see, there's a reason. But see, Duke, you know, Duke, Carolina. You said Ohio State. Um, you know, Minnesota versus Michigan. You know, you could you could go all all yeah, over. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa State. You know, bam. I mean, they are fam- You know, they are families that you know yeah. got beaten up right. because of Auburn, Alabama. Right. And but see, that's always been the lifeblood of college sports and then you know when you make it all about money 
look, makes I, it makes it a lot different. It 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 it, t- it tears away. I mean, look, they're gonna make their money anyway. Right. Why right. not see the Big East just made sense. And and again, you know, we don't want to make it all about the lament of the old Big East. Right. But there was a there was a symmetry to that. There is. I, I don't I don't see that symmetry between Pitt and Clemson. Right. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that chemistry between um, Creighton and Butler. It's like it just the, ain't there. No, it, I mean it, it makes sense, but not in the Big East. It yeah. makes sense in another conference. Yeah, it just ain't there. No, no. no. Yeah, because it's it's the irony of the ACC being played games being played in the Barclays Center. Look, look, we you know we all grew up. Hill House versus Cross, mm-hmm. not yep. Cross versus Fairfield Prep. Right. Not you know not Lehigh versus you know uh, Whitney Tech. Right. Or you know, I mean rivalries to me rivalries are it's territorial and college sports that's always been that way. It's always been about that. Yale Harvard makes sense. Right. You know right. for a lot of reasons. St. John, yeah. St. John's Georgetown makes it sense. Makes sense. You know. Yeah. But good luck to Quinnipiac women. Sure, sure. You know? Sure. It's a heck of a thing to make it that far. Especially a lot of time, a lot of hard work. Especially on the women's side. Yeah. When, 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 the, when the gold standard is basically uh, 40, 45 minutes, minutes away. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe in time, Quinnipiac will become. You know, people forget, you know, UConn ladies used to play in the old, cold, uh, field house right in front of 200 people right now they play more games at the uh, Excel Center than the men do. than the men do yeah and you know you know I can't remember the last time one of their games home or or, or away wasn't a sellout they you know they you know has built that program to where it's a juggernaut I remember right. this was supposed to be a rebuilding year everybody right. thought after Stewart and all the other kids left that remember they weren't they weren't preseason number one if I right. remember correctly. They right. were like number two or number, number three. three. Yep. So and that's the only reason why they haven't been number one for like the last eight thousand uh, <laughs> weeks, I guess. But now looking at March Madness coming up, uh, there is some controversy going on with this kid at UCLA. And it seems that everybody's upset because this young man's dad has said that he's better than Stephon Curry. So right now, people are upset because Charles Barkley has jumped into this. Uh, You had different people. And so Charles Barkley and the young man's dad are going back and forth. Who hasn't has Charles argued with in the last six months? I think he said something nasty about me and you uh, a couple weeks ago, too. Can't, I can't confirm it, though. It's, 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 the dad is sort of like, there, there's, a, there's a little uh, Matt, uh, Todd Marinovich uh, deal going on there on a basketball level. I don't know if he's not picking them to McDonald's or anything to that effect, but it's, it's, he's dead set on him being the number one draft uh, pick. And it's like, 
okay, you know, you know, you know what all that entails, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Ask Michael Oliver Candy. Right. Ask um, ask Kwame, ask Kwame Brown. You know. Cam Newton's daddy. Well, at least Cam got to a Super Bowl. These, <laughs> these guys couldn't even get to a. You know, I don't think they even got to a playoff if they bought their own tickets. Yeah. But it's it's you know, be careful what you wish for, because yeah. being the number one pick and going to either the Nets or the Knicks, next year this time, he's going to be like, oh, I wish I was back in UCLA. Right. He's going to lose way. No matter where he goes, he's going to lose more games in one month than he will have. And in a college year. season, yeah. Yeah. Because I think people forget the pros are very and vastly different. It's a trend. Look, the, you know, Everybody forget it's not it, it's 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 almost not even about the basketball anymore. Right now, granted, his learning curve is going to be a little bit better than say a foreign player right. trying to adjust. But there's still and and see if his dad keeps trying to you know get in front of him in front of the camera every other time, that's going to be another added and and. And knowing how nice the media, of course, can be for right. situations like that. I mean, <laughs> he might, you know what? He just assume wear a kick me shirt instead of um, mm -hmm. instead of wearing his team's jersey at, at this point in time right now. But we'll see. I mean, I'll come right out and say it. I don't think he's the best player coming out. But What's his name again? I can't even remember his name. Uh, Ball. Last name yes, is Ball. Yes, last name is Ball. Yeah. And, you know. Lavox. Something like somewhere around there. Yeah, if, Levox, he the, if, he the, if, he, if he was LeBron Ball, I think I'd have to leave. You know, that'd be just like you know. But put it this way: if he can at least live up to his name, I guess he'll be okay. But see, guys, you know, guys like that get spit up and chewed out every day in the NBA. Right, right. You know, so yeah, not a big deal. No, no, just another guy. So, we're in the league, NFL, we're in the midst of talks. Way too much talks. Way too much talks? Because, well, well it's free agency time, so now everybody's, you know, everybody's starting to speculate where Tony Romo may go. Uh-huh. You know, Brandon Marshall just asked for his release from the Jets, and I already saw a couple of stories about how old oh, the, the Patriots may be interested. Which, which that and a couple of glasses of latte will get you, you know, whatever. Absolutely nowhere. Well, well see, I always akin it to the week leading up to the draft in the sense of the only people that lie more than those GMs are that are in uh, Congress and in the House. Because they'll tell you, know, they'll tell you, well, we like this guy, we like this guy. And, you know, a lot of this also is a part of the NFL just pushing their brand all year because we just got, you know, the, the combine just right. ended a week or so ago. And now we're going to be in the free agency. And then by the end of April, it'll be draft time. So and, and, they, and they're gonna and they're busy trying to tell you how Deshaun Foster is not going to be a great pro, and I'm like, didn't this guy damn near beat Alabama twice? Right. Well, you know that's the same thing. <laughs> Excuse me. That happened with the young man from Cleveland. Although he did, Johnny ended up having to go to rehab. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the the NFL has become so corporate 
in everything that they do now, uh-huh. and 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 it's and, and and it's not all for a good. It's not all for a good reason either to me, because they've gotten away. You know, like they've gotten away from the fact that yes, they're the number one spectator sport. They're the most popular. They have the most visibility or anything like that. But there comes a time when you may choke the life out of your golden goose. And you think we're around the corner from that. Why? Only because, you know, I'm not crazy about the style of play anymore. Uh Uh You know, the fact that they've de-emphasized the running back, to me, makes no sense. I like the passing game, too, but, you know... Passing, passing the ball 40, 50 times a game, especially if you're a cold-weather team. Yeah, is I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean... Well, is that to take the, the focus off of them not hitting as much? Yes and no. But see, it's, it's, it's more so... See, it's more so the way the game is played. I mean, at the end of the... You know, I still feel... You still have to run the ball in this league. To win. Yeah. That's, you know, to me, even with the, this way, even with those great offensive teams, like the Rams, right. they had to have a martial call. Right. You know, even with those teams like the Saints, even, and, and, and I've said this several times before, to me, the Patriots' best team, their most explosive team was when, uh, was when Corey Fuller was their running back. Now, they returned to that a little bit this year with uh, LeGarrette Wood. And I right. think that's what, made them, that's what made them a little bit tougher. Right, because he's explosive. And, and, and he's, he's as big as another linebacker mm-hmm. or defensive back or what have you. Yeah. And see, whether you're talking the Lombardi uh, Era. Packers, yeah. whether you're talking the triplets with the uh, with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. whether you're talking the Steelers, whether you're talking the Dolphins, whether you're talking, all of those teams won with dominant running backs. Is it any coincidence that Dan Marino couldn't sniff the Super Bowl because he never had that dominant running back? Running back, back yeah. Is it any coincidence that, that John Elway didn't get a chance to even win multiple Super Bowls if it wasn't for Terrell Davis? You know, it's it's for all the great history, for all the whatever with the NFL. When you try to push away your true roots, it comes back to haunt you. And so you think, but viewership is never going to drop off. Well, no, it's but look. Every sport has their hardcore. I'm gonna watch. I mean, right, no matter you know, what. Exactly. Now, football's one is a little is bigger than you know, it, it's, it's become bigger than the big four. But that gap gets a little smaller, a little smaller, a little smaller every year. See, I think they've oversaturated the product in the sense with the uh, Thursday games. I think. They went from making gazillion bucks of money without a team in L.A., and now they have two. Now they have two. And, and combined, they really have one because both of them stink, and they're both going to be <laughs> what, what, whatever. But see, you know, the NFL is the living embodiment of P.T. Barnum. You still you sell the spectacle yeah. more than you, than you, spell, than you sell 
the actual game. And see, between the fantasy league stuff, between the betting that the NFL tries to say doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Look, there's all which we all know, you know. Hey, all 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 fantasy sports is is, right. is, is, is betting. NFL, it's the NFL lottery. That's all it is. It's no it's no different from from all of us doing play four or lotto. It's you know it's it's numbers based. Same thing with fantasy football. It's all numbers based. Everything's numbers based. But even that runs, even that runs as good. Please wait. If 20 years ago somebody told you that the NFL would be moving to Vegas, you'd have looked at them like, they can't. Uh, yeah, right. Now, they're, now, they're, you know, see, to me, they're going to wait to see how that hockey, the, the, you know, NHL has a hockey team there. Right. They're going to see how good they do. It has nothing to do with, with them winning a Stanley Cup or them being contender. They're going to watch. They're gonna watch. Can they draw folks? Will people go? And once that happens, the NFL will be there. Because, you know, recently they've had to do things like they put a, a hot tub in the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, stadium. Well, they had to do that to keep the people from snoring. <laughs> but that, but. We know that just because you move to certain cities that mm-hmm. it doesn't guarantee that the crowd is going to come out or that you're going to get the ticket sales that you need in order to survive. As L.A. Was, as LA is going to find out. So what's the what's the draw? Well, see, the thing with them, see, like a lot of these leagues, they've been appealing to the foreign, the foreign market. Right. You know, they've every 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 year they've added two extra games uh, in England. Yeah. See, eventually they want to have worldwide world. national football. League. But I'm gonna tell you that Minnesota, Seattle, London uh, road trip is gonna be a you know what. <laughs> and they're gonna want to still play these Thursday night games. Right. And see, here's the they want to do 20 games. So they you're want, saying they're greedy. That's that's being nice. I I've, I have agreed. I have, I say they're greedy. You know what? But you know, I I respect the audience. I'm not gonna you know whatever. But that's the thing. You know, I think that they're just. I think they're gonna. They're gonna just at some point outprice themselves. Now now, the NFL has a perfect game thing thing going because they got. I mean, this is an NFL you whatever. Wednesday, you're getting you're 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 getting your feel like you're ready for Sunday, and then come Thursday, voila, another game. And then you got Saturday, on the Friday, Saturday, and then we're back at Sunday again. Yeah, they have they have the perfect storm, but at some point, because they want because they want to beat that thing to death. It's gonna oversaturate itself, and I, and I think slowly, it's not gonna happen like boom, but it's gonna be a gradual thing. You know, they said that the numbers were down this past year, you know, during the week because of the election. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you halfway there, but let's face it, where were you in the third quarter of this year's Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. 
I know I, I know I had something in my mouth, but I don't know if I was watching the game. <laughs> and by the time well, I, I did, did, I watched the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 see, and you don't necessarily have to have a successful Super Bowl to have a successful year. Because remember, what was it? Two years ago, they made what was it? Net profit of about twenty-five billion. Uh huh. This was two years ago. I could imagine this probably up into maybe the 30, 35, or what have you. But again, at some point, the golden goose, you know, at some point, the golden goose is not going to be able to go to give you those golden eggs anymore. And I could be wrong, but I just, it's, again, it's, 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 that's, that's my opinion only because to me, the quality of play and because of the oversaturation of the product, it's it's diminished. It's really it's really diminished. And and, and my team got it's to change. And my team got to the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. So yeah. you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Well folks, that's gonna do it for us here at Wooden Tap. We sort of took it on the road today. Hopefully we'll get back in the studio soon. But I thank my guest. The one and only Tony McLean, editor emeritus of the Black Sports. Close enough. <laughs> I'm going to start writing it down so I can rehearse it. The Black College Sports Network. Black Athlete Sports Network. Black Athlete Sports Network. I was almost right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm, you know, I'm not going to beat you. I'm, I, I don't want to beat you up because, you know what? Just call me that guy. So, you know, make it, make <laughs> nah, it I gotta, I gotta give you your props, and I promise I will write it down from now on, so that I will make sure. Cause you're, you're a good guest, and I enjoy you being on the show. So, I hope that we can continue. Hey, hey, why don't you keep those restraining orders away from me? I know, I know. Hey, I, I know, I know, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> And thanks for listening to another edition of the show here on 103.5 FMLP. I'm Michelle Turner.